when the apostles visited the areas around the known world in those days to carry the message of Jesus to those people, they started with the resurrection. The first message that they brought was the story of the resurrection. And that is why, if you check the Gospels, and it's a good thing to do today, you'll notice at the end of each of the four Gospels, there are many resurrection stories, all of them very interesting, and all of them about us. All these years later, it's the magic of the Gospels. Many, many stories about the resurrection of Jesus and all about us. Today's is to remind us that the resurrection is a young people's celebration, a young people's church, if you would. We believe that Jesus, when he was crucified, was in his 30s early 30s anyways, and was buried at that age and arose from the dead as a 30-year-old. Mary Magdalene comes to the tomb and then she runs. There's enthusiasm with this Easter business. <clears throat> and we're all called, if we've left our 30s, few years ago to get back there for a little while and to remember when you felt like running in those days and you got together. She tells Peter, she tells the other disciple and they run. Peter was certainly about 30. You know, we, we see these pictures of Peter as a saint these days and he became a saint after living a good and full life. But on that day, he was young, and the other disciple is so proud of the fact that he beat Peter to the tomb. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? I got there first, and he's the one who wrote it. That's why it's always interesting. He said, they're never going to forget this. I got there first. I waited for him, and I allowed him to go in first, but I got there first. So it's about enthusiasm. It's about being young. It's about life, your life, and all that we can do to make our life profound. One other story, my favorite story, the story that I know is about us, is the Emmaus story. You probably remember it. It's in Luke. So if you're looking today, get to Luke. 22, I think, close to that. Two people, probably a married couple, are walking back from Jerusalem to Emmaus on the day of the resurrection of Jesus, but they don't know it's the resurrection. All they remember is suffering and crucifixion. And they're talking to each other about it. And Jesus 
comes along, but they don't recognize that it's Jesus. The same Jesus that died on the cross, the same Jesus that we believe rose from the dead, and he comes along. And at that precious moment begins to talk to them, a conversation. I believe that every one of you should have noticed that Jesus was walking with you as you came to church today. That later on today, as you walk wherever you might walk, Jesus will come along. And we have to be very, very aware. Our eyes have to be good. Our heart has to be open. Or we will miss the whole experience. We'll miss that Jesus that wants to be part of our life. <coughs> and Jesus started talking to them. And they were upset. Now, they don't know this is Jesus. And they were very upset, all that had happened to Jesus. And Jesus says to them, did you not realize from the stories and scriptures of the Jewish faith that this Messiah must suffer if he is to go into his glory? And then the scripture says, he goes all the way back to Moses and interprets the whole Bible. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Especially you people who are into scripture studies that Jesus, they still don't know it's Jesus though, is explaining it to them. They get to Emmaus and they invite him in. <coughs> And Jesus sits down at table with them. And again, the story tells us that at a certain moment, he picks up the bread, blesses it, breaks it. We know what he's doing. We, every Sunday, we see it. Every time we come to Mass, we see the Lord showing to us his presence among us. <coughs> and at that moment, they recognize that it's Jesus. Today, the Jesus that walked with you and came into this church with you and that wants to be part of your day and every day is the Jesus that you will recognize as we celebrate the Blessed Eucharist, the Jesus who wants to be part of your life, the Jesus who wants to come to you in Holy Communion so that when you walk out those doors, you're going to take Jesus with you. Jesus wants to spend the day with you. And sadly, a lot of people will say, well, what are we going to do, sit around and pray together? Jesus probably says, I hope not. 
Jesus knows more about celebrating life than we could ever begin to imagine. And the trouble is, we don't realize it. And to remind you what this is all about this day, I want to remind you that the most important thing that ever happened to you was that you were baptized. It's the most important thing. Because at that moment, a decision, you know, you're going to say a decision was made for me, but a decision you were called to, called to. And that decision was that I am going to make my life the greatest and holiest life on the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. And we say, that's impossible. And I say to you, that's why you're here, to become a saint. And every day is another day getting closer to it. And sometimes you'll say, I'm not worthy to be a saint. And I say to you, but you're baptized. You're dedicated. You have the possibilities that are yours. And to make sure that you remember you were baptized, I'm going to ask you to renew your baptismal promises. Now, you might have been an infant. I was. I want to tell you, my godfather lived to be 95, and my godmother lived to be 100. Isn't that great? It is for me, anyways, because um, they, God must have known that for seven sakes, you need godparents around for an awful lot of your life. <laughs> so you better get used to them. And they were the ones who said, this child is dedicated to you, Lord. Make his life worthwhile. Make his life an experience that is good. And the Lord calls every one of you. And we all have a lot of life to live. The little ones do. But us old guys do too. And I, and I have learned more about life from people who are much older than I am over and over and over again. Please stand. My friends, through the Paschal Mystery, we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may walk with him in newness of life. And so now that our Lenten observance is concluded, let us renew the promises of holy baptism by which we once renounced Satan and his works and promised to serve God in the Holy Catholic Church. And so I ask you, and please make sure the Lord hears your response. <laughs> do you renounce Satan and all his works? I do. 
and all his empty promises? Do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of the children of God? Do you renounce the lure of evil so that sin may have no mastery over you? Do you renounce Satan, the author and prince of sin? Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death, and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Do you believe the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? And may Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins, keep us by his grace in Christ Jesus our Lord for eternal life. We need the holy water. We need the holy water because it reminds us that we were once placed in the water of dedication and promise and live it out as well as we can. Now make sure you catch a little bit. If I miss you, wave and I'll come back. 